Hello, and welcome to Malavision, the podcast that gives you the vision and the voice to be heard. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Today, I am joined by my lovely sister, Aisha Tyler, a 20-year-old female from Tunbridge Wells. Hello. Hi. Um, so basically, today I just wanted to talk to you about what you do, how you do it. So could you tell me a little bit about you, about what you work for and who you are? So I am a nursery assistant um, and I basically um, look after children from the ages roughly one and a half to two and a half. And and how is that? I personally, I love it. Um, it's eight until six, four days a week. Um, and it, it, I mean, it can be stressful. We It has its days, definitely. But I love it, just getting the the smiles on the children's faces um and it's a very rewarding job um yeah have you ever sort of sat down for why am i why am i in this job like i could be doing something much better with my life um for me i wouldn't say so i think i've always wanted to go into childcare and um, like help children kind of get them to a point where they feel loved in the childcare setting um, and I don't think I'd ever really change what I do as of now anyway as I said sometimes I sit there and I think oh, this is hard work Um yeah, I really enjoy what I do and I'd like to continue it for now. You obviously find this job quite rewarding, would you say? Has anybody moved up to the next room and you thought, I've been their key person. They, you know, they were, you know, really behind when they joined. But wow, look where they've come now and sort of thought that that's me that's done that. I think, yeah, so obviously children move up all the time when they're at different stages in their life and sometimes the child isn't necessarily emotionally ready um, and they do struggle with moving into the preschool setting because it's, it's a very different routine. Um, but I think where all the staff are so caring and they make it as easy as possible for the child um I think yeah we all kind of work as a team and it does make you think like oh wow they weren't doing like this and that when they came up and now they can do so much more than they could and um, which is why I find it quite rewarding um yeah it's a very it's a very good job like feeling accomplished um yeah and do you ever find that you're you know that you become say 
emotionally attached to individual children? Yeah, I think you do have different bonds with different children. Um, obviously, you love them all, all the same and treat them as, for me, I'd treat them as if they were my own um, because I wouldn't want them to kind of feel unloved or feel like they weren't as important as another child um, because they all are. And for me you don't always know what goes on at home. So I personally like to give them all the love and attention that I feel like they need because even if they are really loved and looked after and cared for at home, some children may not be and you may not know that, Um, which is one of the harder things to kind of deal with um, because obviously sometimes it may not be as sunshine and rainbows as home as you think it is. Um, And so, yeah, I just always try to give each child the same loving and appreciation and one-to-one time as I can. What's the end goal? Because obviously you're, you know, no person wants to stay in the position you're at because you're obviously at the start of your career. Is yeah. there is there a place where you'd want to be? Is there a bigger, is there a more higher set that you want to be in? Sort of like state setting, whether that's a different nursery or a different, um, a different sort of job title in the nursery setting? Do you sort of feel like you'll be at this setting for the rest of your life? Tell me, you know, sort of enlighten me. Um, so I'd love to be... A senior um so that's one step above what I am now um just because that gives you more responsibility and more jobs within the role and for the kind of end goal I'd love to become a senko worker which is someone who works with special educational educational needs children um and kind of just making their educational life brighter and as easy as it can be for each individual child because sometimes it's not as good as it may seem and I feel like every child deserves the same um, kind of steps as a child without educational needs if that makes sense. Yeah definitely Um, and Obviously, um, sort of linking on to that, obviously, because you've grown up around that, um, obviously a question I always ask all my guests is, if you could tell your 12-year-old self one thing, what would it be? To be more, like, understanding of life. Um, Because, as you know, life has not been the easiest ride for our family. No. Um, So I think to kind of believe in myself a bit more and know that everything will be okay and there's always a reason for each thing happening and even if it's not obvious, you'll understand it one day. Um, Yeah, just believe in myself a bit more, I'd say. Totally. And... Do you, 
ever find yourself? Do you have any regrets, sort of things that you wish you'd done as a teenager that you can't necessarily do now? Obviously, there's not a lot because you're still young, but is there any? Um, I wouldn't say so. I think I've kind of done everything that I've wanted and I don't think it's good to live with regrets because at that point, that's what you wanted. Um, And as I said, where everything happens for a reason, you will understand why you did that, even if you didn't quite understand it at the time. And if you didn't like what you did, then you can always forgive yourself and make yourself a better person um, and not make the same mistakes again. You've started to do crocheting um, in your spare free time. So so how's that going? I love it. Um, I think it's going really, really well. Um, I just crochet little things. Um, my most recent creation was a dinosaur for my boyfriend Charlie um, for his car. And then I'm currently making a tote bag that that's yeah yeah and you know I you know I've had a look at some of your amazing creations you know and you've made so you know I believe you made um hand warmers didn't you or like gloves fingerless yeah, gloves those fingerless gloves I think I think it's so amazing the things that you know people are doing now and I think Crochet was one some something that sort of was looked at that old people did, but I feel like it's come sort of back into fashion, hasn't it? For the, you know, for the you know sort of our generation. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people have kind of taken it up, and is no longer known as like a granny thing to do or things like that. Um, like some people actually do it as like a um after school class um and things like that yeah i think it's definitely more known as something almost cool to do now um, yeah but yeah i find it really like calming and therapeutic um so when i'm stressed i just like to sit and crochet amazing and um you know that that's really amazing about your crochet and it's really amazing to hear about your story thank you so much for coming on the podcast no thank you for having me i've enjoyed it thank you so much and everybody if you would like to find out more about her journey with crocheting you can find her at instagram.com forward slash crochet with keisha Thank you so much. A link will be in the podcast notes of the description on all streaming platforms. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye for now.